0: The vibrancy and success of Ottawa's tech sector is in some measure thanks to pioneers in the industry who started their journey decades ago. Today, we talk with a company that dates back 50 years. This company has arguably had a bigger impact in the tech sector than any other. It's launched companies, it's funded companies, it's helped companies expand on a global basis. Stay tuned for an update on this pillar in local tech coming up on Techopia Live. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Curran from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to Techopia Live. This is a regular podcast from ottawa business journal that features executives from next generation technology companies we want to shine a spotlight on the up and comers and we want to keep you updated on the established players in ottawa's technology ecosystem all with the goal of keeping the tech sector informed and connected wow we got a really interesting company on the show today in fact i'm not even sure the word uh, company properly describes this organization You know, you might say it's more of an institution. You might say it's even the foundation upon which the local tech sector is built in many different ways. Consider some of these facts, for example. The organization has founded or funded more than 100 companies, many of them right here in Ottawa. The organization has backed 140 founders. The organization has made a billion dollars in direct investment, and the organization has produced 20 ipos have you figured it out who the heck am i talking about i'm referring of course to wesley clover international now let's welcome the guest on today's show here is the vice president of corporate development and technology strategies for wesley clover international here's ben morris hello ben hi
1: michael how are you doing
0: I- i'm I'm doing fine thank you for asking uh i'm very happy to have you here ben i've Seen you speak at uh, a bit of a private meeting and then at a public uh, presentation, it did. I've been very impressed by uh, what you've been doing at Wesley Clover over the years and your perspective on the technology sector in general, but more specifically, what's happening in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, Ben, we'll start by just getting you to introduce yourself. You've been part of Wesley Clover for the better part of 20 years. I think it's about 17 to be exact. Uh, but and your your professional list uh, your is so long it's longer than my arm here, Ben. So I'm not going to go through it. Give us your short professional bio.
1: Sure. Um, well, at the end of the day, it's pretty simple. I'm a proud Algonquin gol- College grad. I've got a uh, a real interest in business and tech. I'm a tech enthusiast. I love playing with tech. Um, You know, I I grew up in Canada in the late 90s. I saw what the, you know, the world of tech brought to the community and the enthusiasm and the excitement. And honestly, I just caught the bug and I couldn't be more proud of where I live and the opportunity that it presents to, you know, various companies and organizations around the world. And I love talking about it. So today is a very special opportunity.
0: All right. Canada, born and bred. I love it. And that's what you were saying in that uh, meeting. You're were, you were recounting the story of you kind of falling in love or or developing a passion maybe for the local technology sector. Of course, that's very near and dear to our hearts. Um, ben, like I think the next question is kind of silly because, you know, anyone who knows the technology sector in Ottawa knows Wesley Clover, sure. but you know what? Sometimes I think like we don't have a proper or in-depth sense of Wesley Clover. So if you were to bump into, let's say, someone in San Francisco or let's say you're in Asia in a business meeting and they said, uh, tell me about Wesley Clover, how would you explain it to them?
1: Oh, great question. Uh, well, look, I'll start by sharing sort of my own background and my experience and how I sort of became part of Wesley Clover and, and what we do today. So, um, you know, my first job was in Canada North. I worked for a, a Wesley Clover backed startup um, you know, the company got acquired by another Wesley Clover business. And um, you know, I was I, I I participated in three or four of those startups. Um, went on to work for MITEL, which I think, you know, many thousand people, many thousands of people in in the Ottawa area have done so at some point in their career. And then um over the years, I became more and more involved with Wesley Clover from a business and operational perspective uh, today where I run tech strategy and look after and help some of our tech portfolio. So, um, you know, Wesley Clover is a bit of an institution, as you point out at the beginning. Um, you know, the company has, in effect, been around since Terry Matthews, um, you know, started doing what he was what he's doing in, in Ottawa. The business is about 50 years, and the best way that I could describe Wesley Clover is a family office um, You know, where we really have two major areas of focus, real estate and hospitality. And for anybody in the Ottawa area, they would be familiar with the Brook Street Hotel and the Marshes Golf Club and then the Canada North area. Many of the buildings are owned by Wesley Clover. And then we have um, an equally large technology portfolio um, that really spans the globe. So we have technology investments in tech funds in a variety of different countries and regions around the world. And then through those funds, we have an opportunity or first access to investing in or to invest in, you know, some of the most promising technology companies that are, you know, coming out of Turkey, coming out of Mexico, coming out of Chile, coming out of the UK. Um, And just like, um, you know, Elspark in Ottawa, where we have an opportunity to invest in those companies, we have the same or similar program, uh, in place around the world. So what is Wesley Clover? Wesley Clover is a, is a family office. We're a, uh, a very large commercial real estate, uh, holding company. We're a golf course oper- In fact, six golf course operators. We have about 1500 rooms, hotel rooms around the world that we manage. Um, and then we have a giant tech portfolio that is concentrated on business to business SaaS, um, wireless, uh, you know, cloud, mobility, communications—you y- name it—we probably have some form of interest in in a company.
0: I love. I would ne- would have never described Wesley Clover as a family office, but now that you say that, it makes complete sense. Of course, that's what it is. It's a family office, and there's real estate and leisure portfolio, technology companies, a a foundation a- off to the side, a park. Uh, all of those things. And it's so all-encompassing. That's probably why it's hard for us to focus. Well, but since we're talking on a technology podcast, let's talk about the technology portfolio. Give us a sense of the size or scope or composition of that portfolio, Ben.
1: Um, Look, I'm, so we have a very diverse portfolio uh, that starts and the reason it's difficult to quantify is because today we have companies that just this month we started, um, and then we also have some of the most mature companies in our portfolio that are 20 plus years old, which I can talk about a little bit later. But the composition of the portfolio, as you would expect, is you know heavily weighted towards that sort of startup um, startup space. We have a number of scale up and growth stage companies, and then we have what I would call sl- you know more mature businesses. That have been around for you know a couple of decades and are doing some very interesting things, um, you know, uh, around the world. Which again, I'm I'm look I look forward to sharing with you in a minute or two.
0: Okay, and I'm going to talk about the portfolio and ask for kind of the standout uh, standouts to you because I think a lot of people are always fascinated by who's up and coming, as well as some of the big established players. Tell me about your job, though, just before we talk about the... So you've got this uh, very long title, if you don't mind me saying. It sounds like you travel around and you do some really cool things. Like, what does your job actually entail, Ben?
1: Michael, when you figure it out, let me know. (laughs) uh, Because I've been trying to figure it out myself for many years. So, you know, uh, as as a hockey dad who spends time at the rink with two kids in competitive hockey... I can tell you it's not easy to explain to other parents what I do when we're chatting. Um, you know, at at the core, um, I represent Wesley Clover. I represent Terry's interests and, you know, I, I am focused on pushing, um, you know, people to be their best. That, that is at the end of the day, what, what we try and do here. Um, you know, um, the job is is a very interesting job. Uh, I, I don't know even know if I could describe it as a job. Um, you know, I've I've had twenty years of being able to follow Terry around the world, um, and that has afforded some incredible access uh, in terms of net. You know, building a network and you know creating my own ecosystem or network of people, partners, investors, bankers, lawyers, entrepreneurs, founders. Um, you know, around the planet. So we, um, you know, on, on any given day, there are conversations with with young, sometimes university grads that are looking for advice or mentorship. And other days you're talking to, you know, various financial institutions about a transaction that is sizable and very meaningful to people. And it's, you know, a, a very serious discussion. Um, you know, if I look at uh, you know, last week, for example, we were meeting with some very senior people at a couple large service providers in the UK in an effort to increase their awareness of Canada and Ottawa and Canada-based tech, and of course that includes some of our portfolio companies. But that was, you know, playing the role of a board member representing some portfolio companies, playing the role of uh, uh, of, of an investor playing the role of a technology enthusiast and a bit of a, you know, somebody that tracks trends and themes and then also playing the role of, you know, the biggest cheerleader and, 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 uh, and salesperson for some of these portfolio companies that are looking to, you know, consummate some commercial activity. Um, so again, the, the role is very, very dynamic. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, it's a, a role that requires, um, you know, a lot of connecting people, whether they're customers, prospects, mentors, investors, bankers, uh, acting as a board member, for example, um, you know, uh, trying to help recruit talent into organizations where yeah. perhaps a, a startup doesn't necessarily have the credibility that uh, that could attract top talent, but being able to talk to that, that candidate and reassure them that there's a great backer and these companies are well-funded or founded and they have the structure and governance in place that should make them come you know comfortable with with moving across um th- those are all sorts of things that happen in the day in the life of ben
0: okay it, it sounds fascinating to me ben so uh one other thing that we're gonna take a take a quick break that we'll talk about portfolios in a second but they're uh, must fundamentally be some advantages of being part of the Wesley Clover portfolio, mm-hmm. either, you know, it's, it's simply association with Terry Matthews, but, but it's those global connections, it's finance connections, it's legal connections, sure. it's probably technology innovation, uh, uh, connections or, or advantages, but tell, give, give me kind of the pitch. Like if, uh, if you were taught, if I was a university student that had some fantastic technology idea and you were persuading me to join the portfolio, what would some of the advantages be uh, of being part of Wesley Clover?
1: Sure. So we if if, uh, if we're talking tech and sort of tech companies approaching Wesley Clover, I would propose or present Wesley Clover in three very discrete or unique buckets. So first and foremost, we're a VC that has its own very specific behavior. We have our, you know, um, average ticket size that we target. We have our technology themes and domains that we concentrate on. Um, you know, we have our, our uh, sort of the sweet spot in terms of what we're looking for from an investment perspective. That would be, very much be categorized under this traditional VC bucket. We have our um, alacrity program, which is really about um, helping entre- entrepreneurs, in some cases, students, Could be corporates that have approached Wesley Glover for some help to run a program to help them, um, you know, create some entrepreneurs out of a business. Those are um, what I would call sort of the entrepreneurial endeavors or activities where we're helping people start from zero in perhaps a company, a startup studio or a company builder model. These are again very well um, easily found terms online. Um, and then we have sort of our acceleration capabilities with, within partner companies or partner groups like L for example, in Ottawa, where L has helped accelerate over a hundred B2B SaaS companies. And they have a certain formula that helps people grow their revenues and attract investors. So each of these buckets attract a different level of uh you know, candidate person or company, um, and 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 again we sort of offer those capabilities in various places around the world and so what does a founder or business get when they interact with those programs or streams everything from funding to mentorship to access to channels to introdu- you know very warm introductions into financing banking relationships partners um you know one of the one of the things that uh, that I do love talking about is all of the sort of the progressive capabilities and technologies within Wesley Clover, not always the history of Wesley Clover that has really come from the networking and the telecom side. Yeah, we've, we we've got that well covered, but we also have some incredible incredible businesses that were born in the cloud like Solink, like certain, like solace. Like uh, you know, Pronto Forms now called True Context. These are great examples of companies that really aren't telecom focused, but um, you know, there's there is some lineage back to the original pedigree of the business.
0: Very neat, very persuasive arguments. I'm, I'm ready to join. I'm ready to join. Okay. Where Where do I sign up, Ben? Right. Uh, so listen, we're going to put this uh, conversation on hold for about 45 seconds to recognize the sponsor of this episode, Number Crunch. Number Crunch is an Ottawa-based firm that allows you to strategically outsource your financials, especially if you're a technology startup or scaling your business. Number Crunch services range from bookkeeping to payroll to full virtual CFO services, including fundraising preparation and cash flow forecasting. Led by Susan Richards and Craig Hung, Number Crunch is supported by an established team of financial professionals who have advised and supported hundreds of firms. Number Crunch's cost-effective subscription model affords you the right expertise for every stage of your business. Let Number Crunch help your company mitigate risk by ensuring proper accounting procedures are in place, providing you with strategic input and scaling along with your business. For a quote on outsourcing and accounting, please visit numbercrunch.ca. Number Crunch, strength, in numbers. All right, we're back talking to Ben Morse, Uh, Susan Richards, the co-founder of Number Crunch, it occurred to me is is in the tech park, I believe. So
1: she sure is. And I will provide a ringing endorsement for Number Crunch. Um, In fact, just today we have onboarded them into another entity that we work with. Wow. Craig and uh, Susan are fantastic. It's a phenomenal platform and a great example of, uh, you know, Ottawa working with other Ottawa organizations to help move things forward. So again, unpaid endorsement, fantastic people, <laughs> okay. and great platform. I, um, I'm sure and
0: Susan and Craig will appreciate that too. That's good. I, well,
1: as a as a recipient of some of the reports that they generate, I can tell you it's
0: it's a great, it's a great platform that they have. Yeah, it's very important to get the right Advice from people that know what they're talking about. I think that's that's what you're getting with Number Crunch, so it's pretty cool. All right, Ben. I really want to talk about the portfolio uh, companies, and I appreciate the, you know some of these questions are really hard to answer because it's like, well, Mike, there's like dozens of them or so. But but put your Ottawa slash Canada hat on, and uh, when you think of the portfolio companies, what are some of the big uh, names that come to mind? Again, for people that might not be tracking this as carefully as you are.
1: Right. Um, so look, I, I, we are, I spend a lot of time traveling, um, spend a lot of time in Toronto spent spend a lot of time all over. And, um, the consistent message that comes back time and time again about Ottawa tech is that it is more mature. It is a certain secret in many ways. Why haven't you told me about this? How, how did I not know about you? Um, and it is often a very humble organization that comes out of Ottawa that makes us very attractive to, uh, to outsiders. Um, you know take for example Goldman Sachs' cold Calling Solink uh, to say, hey, we're going to make you an offer that you are not going to be able to refuse. And if you refuse it, we'll just increase the offer because we want we, you know, we want to, to be involved with you. Um, you know, and that's one example that I can speak to very closely because it's one of the portfolio companies we have. But you know the, the same is true for uh, you know Mindbridge and Fellow and the early days of Shopify. And you know I, I think um, you know the best thing that uh, that we can do is to recognize Ottawa as a whole and talk about Ottawa as a success story. You know the, the one thing that I wish I would uh, if I could wave a magic wand and change one thing about Ottawa, it would be the way the news is reported you know nationally. And instead of saying, well, in Ottawa, No, the federal government located in Ottawa because Ottawa is a lot more than just the federal government. Um, So what am I most passionate about? Look, there is a ton to get excited about. I think, um, you know, we as tech enthusiasts, we do ourselves a disservice by getting very technical um, because that's our comfort zone. I think it's a lot harder to talk about you know, the effect, the the outcomes and the effect of our technology or solutions on on the world, uh, you know, just for fun. Take, for example, Solink. And again, I keep talking about Solink because, uh, you know, they 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 are going from strength to strength in the business um, in the area. Every time I go through my Tim Hortons drive through in the morning, I smile because I'm on video from Solink and I know the owner operator of that Tim Hortons uh, is benefiting from Ottawa technology, and whether that's a Tim Hortons in Victoria or a Tim Hortons in Dubai, for example, where where there really are Tim Hortons, um, they all use Solink technology to make their businesses run more smoothly, more safely, more efficient. You know, for their employees, those are the stories I love talking about with auto, You know, regarding Ottawa tech. Every time I get on an airplane, I love thinking about Solace, another Wesley Clover company based in Canada every time that airplane turns on data is being transmitted across the solace backbone not the wireless not the not the not the networking part but all of the very sensitive time sensitive mission critical information from you know the aircraft management system for example the maintenance system the safety record those all get transported across solace every time i'm in a restaurant anywhere on the planet i will pay with american express and i will brag to the people at the table this transaction is going across solace if i'm in indonesia and that amex card is swiped it's going across solace solace provide the backbone to amex solace provide the backbone to nav canada you know every time a plane is tracked euro control um there are so many things to be proud of you know for example if you're shopping on shopify you know i, I love talking about you know the, the e-commerce halo effect that exists within, within Ottawa as a, as a result of Shopify. I love also reminding people that when they buy things on the Ikea website, that website is optimized through some technology based in Canada. Um, so anyway, there, there are, there are a myriad of great examples. Um, and I don't mean to, um, miss out the, you know, the multinationals, the Nokia's, the Ericsson's, the Sienna's, the, the junipers, they all have a role to play in the world. And it's very easy to get excited about them. Um, but I, I like using you know companies that I'm slightly more intimate with and more familiar with, which, by the way, Michael, includes Pronto Farms, uh, where, you know, when I push the button on an elevator and, and by the way, this is a true story. Uh, I'm in the Calgary airport. I pushed a button on the elevator to go from one floor to my gate and the elevator stopped. Well, there were eight other people in that elevator. It was very sweaty and hot and stressful. But again, silly story. I knew that the trouble ticket from that elevator was being managed through Pronto Forms, now called True Context, as a result of some of the integration with, with, the, uh, with the system that was in place. So anyway, silly examples, but much easier to talk to instead of the speeds and feeds of tech that are more difficult for people to associate with.
0: Yeah. Not silly examples at all, by the way, and and real world examples like the Tim Hortons. So like it's stuck in the elevator. I like it. Sure. Uh, ben, I you know, you got a really unique job, I think. I mean, so many of the technology CEOs that I meet are just heads down working on their company until the end of the day, until they're exhausted, collapse and exhaustion. And, and they sometimes have know, blinders on just because they're working, working, focusing on their opportunity. You were seeing things much more broadly across a number of companies. So I wanted to ask you about trends that might be uh, impacting the technology sector here uh, in Ottawa, whether it's right now or whether it's in 2024. What, what would you say to that?
1: You could take this, this question in a million different ways. You know, what, what am I most excited about? I'm actually excited about the fact that capital is harder to find today because it means better companies are being born out of opportunity. It also means better companies are being rugged. means companies are being more uh, ruggedized, for example, um, you know, for that growth stage when capital does open up. So, yes, there is a shortage of capital the world over right now for high risk early stage startups. In fact, there's a shortage of capital for companies that are going concerns and growing but perhaps might be burning too much cash. Um and so what I'm excited about is just with any cycle there are you know losers and winners winners and losers and Ottawa based on their you know our unique position in the world in terms of the average age of founder in Ottawa is older than other ecosystems, which means that our companies have a higher likelihood of a successful outcome, you know, a 46 year old entrepreneur founder is the most likely to have a successful venture. Um, A 20 something has the lowest chance of a successful venture, we don't have a ton of 20 somethings in our ecosystem, which is good and bad. But in terms of growing and building stable companies, it's, it's a good thing that we have an older demographic that starts companies in the Ottawa area. Um, and, and in fact, you know, you can see that now with sort of the Shopify halo and ecosystem, you know, people coming out of Shopify that have capital to deploy into new companies. There, there are many examples. Um, and so I'm super excited about that. Um, what else am I excited? 25 years ago when I started, um, it would cost a million bucks to bring a product to market, you know, it, regardless of what you're trying to do, cost a million dollars to bring a product to market in the tech space today. It costs zero. You know, you can go on, it costs time. You can go online. You can, you can leverage pre-made tools. You can bring an MVP, a minimum viable product to market. You can test it. You can buy ads for very low dollars. You can, you can see if people click on them. Well, if somebody clicks on them. There's a good chance. They're, you know, interested in a product. So it truly costs virtually zero to bring a product to market today, especially in that SaaS space. So that's a phenomenal, uh, you know, game changer that's happened over the last little while, and clearly something that we're going to benefit from over the next little while. Um, look, integration for me is the new application. Um, and I know Michael, we've talked about this briefly before at an event together, but integration is the new application. The average portfolio company today has over a hundred integrations from third parties. So whether that's you know I need a a, um, a tool that helps me scale my application, well those there are a variety of services from Amazon and the others hyperscalers that can help you do this. I need something that helps me build a dynamic GUI. I need something that helps me you know integrate with some AI capability. I need something that helps me. Uh, Keep data sovereign in certain geographies. I need need some translation capabilities. I need database back. There are so many services available online today that nobody is building anything from scratch. IP today is a function of all of those different applications being integrated today, making it seamless, frictionless, keeping the sales cycle. As short as possible because you're building a product that's really easy to consume and has some tendency to mean that the customer wants to wants to buy more or consume more or level up, and so these are sort of um, you know trends that are exciting. AI, we haven't talked about AI. I don't like to go out of my way to talk about AI because we are in the hype cycle. Does it have a material impact on the world? Absolutely, it is phenomenal. We we all use it every day and we are just at the beginning, uh, you know, of, of all of these AI-powered integrations and applications and helpers. Um, sure, it's a trend. Uh, you know, can talk can't have an interview without talking about Chat GPT and the fact that it's only a year old. But the reality yeah. is um, that tech has been around for some time and there it's an evolution. Um What else am I excited about? Look, I am excited about being Canadian. I'm excited Mm. about, um, you know, what we have to offer on the world stage. Um, I'm excited about some conversations that we're having with various levels of government around helping Canadian companies sell stuff domestically. You know, 30 to 50% of the entire budget for IT goods and services bought in this country comes from the federal, from all three levels of government. Yet, if you talk to any CEO, the last place they wanna sell is the government because it's too cumbersome, too timely, too painful, not worth it. Um, So that means that up to 50% of that IT budget is not available domestically. So this whole idea of buying local is really challenged. 10% 10% of all IT spend in Canada comes from the banks. Th- they're also challenged to work with. A little easier. So there's 60% of the pie. You got 40% left. 5% is telecoms. They're so busy buying spectrum and trying to figure out how to pay it off, you know, it's very hard for them to transact with domestic companies. So, you know, what I'm most excited about is trying to figure out that piece of the puzzle so that, you know, Canadian companies can sell local, Canadian organizations can buy local. And we can really help propel some of the things that we do in our own backyard on a a more global scale. Because as Canadians, we know that's what we need to do is to sell globally and we're very good at it. We just need to sell more at home.
0: Well, I'm excited that you're excited that you think we can make some progress on that issue because Terry's been talking about it for 20 to 30 years. So I'm rooting for you, uh, Ben and and Terry to make some progress and your points are very well taken. I mean, there are examples uh, all the time. Ben, we're almost out of time, but we're before we wrap up, we're gonna ask you our building a better working world uh, question brought to you by EY. Here we go.
1: Well, I am certainly excited about Ottawa helping Ottawans build a better world. Um, We have the benefit of a phenomenal uh, community backed by uh, some tremendous academic and post-secondary institutions. We have a phenomenal uh, bench of talented and smart uh, and, a, and smart, educated workforce, and I'm excited about what the future holds. I, I truly believe that we are at the beginning of uh, a whole new generation of applications and solutions that uh, that will change the world, and today we talked about a few of them, so that's what I'm most excited about.
0: That's a great answer. Thanks, uh, thanks, Ben. And listen, I want to thank you for taking time. I know you're, you're crisscrossing the world, you're dealing with the all the activity at Wesley Clover, and you're trying to uh, hang out in hockey rinks and be a hockey dad. So uh, thanks for carving out uh, 20 minutes or so of your time for us here today, Ben. And good luck to you and your colleagues uh, in 2024. Ottawa certainly needs a very strong um, Wesley Clover.
1: Michael, it's been a pleasure, and thank you so much for this opportunity.
0: All right. There's Ben Morris from Wesley Clover. Uh, Once again, thanks to Ben and his colleagues at Wesley Clover for what they're doing here in Ottawa. Let's take a look at some of the other great companies that champion our Techopia project. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as EY, Building a Better Working World, Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies, Pearlie Robertson Hill and McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law, TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies, the University of Ottawa, Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. All right. Another great episode of Techopia Live with Ben Morris from Wesley Clover. We've got lots more episodes coming up. We're going to be recording quite a few before we wrap things up for 2023. A couple important notes uh, for you. One, uh, I want to point out that it's a few months ago, but there's another issue coming out. I'm talking about our Techopia EY insights magazine. So we launched an issue with our good friends at EY in March. Uh, We're getting heavy into the production cycle. We're aiming for another issue. But if you want to read the existing one, it's full of great content. Go to techopiaeyinsights.ca, techopiaeyinsights.ca. Also, just an Ottawa Business Journal note, um, we launched a subscription-based program in about a year ago, in fact, in November 2022, called OBJ Insiders. Uh, At the one-year anniversary, we launched something called Uh, OBJ insiders for groups. It might be a bit self-explanatory, but what that means is that uh, a company can have multiple employees and subscription, uh, depending on the numbers, you can save up to 20%. What that gets you is access to exclusive content behind what's called a paywall that's produced on obj.ca. So you get that exclusive content, generally speaking about an article per day. You get a newsletter of insider content. Uh, You get our OBJ News Magazine, mailed to you. You get the book of list, you get the business growth survey, all sorts of things uh, uh, all bundled in there together. So for more information on that, go to obj.ca uh, and click on the Become a Sub- an Insider. It's on the top red uh, button up top. And speaking of uh, buttons, uh, if you're watching us here on YouTube, uh, please give this video a like. Uh, give us a follow and uh, the uh, hit the bell icon. You'll get a notification uh, when we're posting uh, videos. All right. That's all the time we have for this uh, episode of Techopia Live. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in today. Um, we Thanks for watching your listing. We hope Techopia is keeping you connected and informed. Let's keep building Ottawa's technology utopia. That's Techopia. See you soon. Bye-bye, everyone.